0: Mic check. One, two. One, two. One, two.
1: Three mums
0: and a whole heap of drama. Mama drama. It's Rax with the Realness. The girl, Shells. Next to the K. K. Hey. Hi, guys. Thanks for joining us again. We are on our 12th episode. Welcome. Um, today, we're talking about a serious topic. We're talking about racism and how to raise anti-racist children. Um, It's important that we discuss this topic today because last week, the murder of a black man was all over the internet, it was all over social media. People saw a policeman kneeling on his neck to the point where he died, despite him saying that he couldn't breathe. It's led to absolute uproar on my social media. It probably has on you guys too. And I've also seen people saying, this isn't really happening in England. You guys are so lucky. And it, in fact, does like black boys dis- disproportionately stopped and searched. They receive heavier sentences. Have you guys experienced racism in your day-to-day life?
2: Yeah, I would say it's it's just quieter in the UK and Europe. It's not maybe as publicised as it is in America, but it definitely happened. You get like slight small things. So. I'll be on the train um, and this woman literally there was me on one side and a Muslim girl full hijab on the other side and this woman literally stopped and looked to see oh which side should I sit on like what's the lesser of two evils like I don't understand how that's kind of come across in someone's mind we're all on the train to work I'm trying to get to my job I'm really not thinking about you I'm just sitting here sorting myself out for my day so little things like that have happened. Um, then, you know, like, when you go clubbing, this this is the thing that annoys me the most. Like, when you go clubbing and a white man will come up to you and be like, oh, my God, you're so pretty for a black girl. Or I'd love to fuck a black girl. Or, yes, oh, like, like all, all of them kind of things. Like, you don't think, they don't think they're saying anything wrong. They think they're just giving you a compliment. But I don't go up to a white man and go, oh, you're so fine for a white man. If you're good looking, you're good looking. It doesn't it comes, doesn't come down to race whatsoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the I think it reminds of people like crossing the street. Have you guys had that as well? Yeah. Sorry, what's
0: your experience, shows. Sorry, I cut you
1: No, it's fine. I think, um, like what Nick was saying, in the UK, racism is more discreet. It's more, um, I don't know, it, more in line with um, discrimination. So you won't have someone outlandishly um, state I don't like black people, but there will be maybe things that are done in certain ways which will discriminate against um, people of um, BME communities. Um, And I think in the workplace, um, and I think especially for black women, you can be passionate and you can be trying to express yourself and you are expressing yourself. Um, but you'll be labeled as rude or aggressive. And to me, I've actually never been rude to a manager. You don't know what rude is. I can be rude. And if I was to be rude, I'd be fired on the spot. The fact that you cannot do that means that I'm not being rude, but it's because I'm being passionate, because maybe I'm using my hands to express myself or my head might be wobbling from side to side. Um, I don't raise my voice. I'm speaking to you because I know what I'm talking about and I'm addressing you. However, you can't um, have it. And I, I remember an experience where I had a manager previously and this white girl, she was literally expressing like her face was going red like you could see she was angry like she was twitching da, da, da. and it's always like well done so and so did yep yeah, she's expressed herself and we really take on board her her thoughts and feelings but if it was anyone else of color within the team that came with that same direct approach you'll be like you need to tone it down a bit you're rude mm-hmm. Or you can be seen as aggressive and people don't like that in the workplace i'm like but that person's approach was exactly the same as mine in fact you could see her change into a beetroot color because she's so infuriated and she's so passionate about what she's speaking about but because it's me rochelle and i'm black and because i'm automatically associated with aggression you've made this assumption that i'm angry or whatever and i may very well be but i'm talking to you with passion. So I think that would be my main kind of experience of um, discrimination and ultimately underlying or borderline racism in the UK.
0: Sorry, guys. Um, I've experienced both of those as well. And also when I, I don't know what to, call, what to call this. Is it indirect racism? I don't know or when they people think they're trying to be nice to you, but I find it to be racist behaviour. So in one of my jobs there was a girl, she was trying to be friendly, but she'd do stuff like what do you roll over to my desk singing <laughs> work, 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 work. I'm like, and she'd come trying to talk about street slang, like
2: body pop it
0: in. And I think she was trying to be friendly or to make me feel Oh, At home, but I'm thinking you don't go up to Sally, Karen, Becky, whatever, body rolling. Why are you coming to me to do this? Yeah. Have, me, have we have we reasoned about music? Are we on a level? Why do you think it's okay to be doing that? I remember mm. in school as well and in work when I've worked with white guys, you know, the banter, lads, whatever, but they get like extra street with you mm. more so than they would with anybody else. It's like okay, mm-hmm. I'm that like, well, but fair enough, I grew up in an inner city area, but what if I didn't? Like you don't need to be communicating with me in that way it might make you feel down but it could make me feel really awkward and it's a big assumption it's a stereotype talk to me like you talk to anyone else you don't need to be body rolling pop locking, and dropping it it's mad <laughs> i'm laughing but it's mad but i'm laughing because it's just insane i can see the girl coming over to me now <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and aside from that in secondary school, um uh, there weren't many black people in the school I was, like the only one in my year at some point and somebody did make monkey noises to me in the hallway and i, I couldn't believe it i was just stunned i, I was literally stunned so yeah racism a hundred percent is prevalent
2: in the uk it reminded me i actually i forgot about this in my old job we were at christmas party and one of the old managers went to me and was going to me oh well, you know why your surname's Marcus. You know where that comes from. Because that's oh, no. And he felt so confident to be like, yeah, it's your owner's name. It's your owner's name. And I was just like, huh? Hmm. This, this, this why is, is that not, appropriate? Like, why do you think why
1: you look,
0: dinner
2: table, This is This is never any kind of conversation. But around a dinner table, like you're just trying to embarrass me at our Christmas dinner, it was the maddest thing and then three months later like obviously like I made a complaint and that but three months later I get some poxy email like oh these these aren't the standards of where I work and blah 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 it's been dealt with and all I got was an email and that's it Mm -hmm. the manager nothing else has happened
0: that's crazy. Sometimes people hold these views and then outrightly say them, but what they do instead is they be following those racist troll accounts like Katie Hopkins, Tommy Robson, whoever else. Ian Wright received racist abuse online and little boy spoke out about it. Within like 24 hours, the account had 20k followers. It
2: was yeah. mad. People, okay.
0: yeah, they're happy about it. So back to the incident with George Floyd, when you guys woke up and you saw that on Instagram, wherever you saw it, what were your reactions? How did you feel?
1: I felt sad. I think that that's the like. I think, angry, but I think sadness was the main emotion that I felt when I saw that video. And I know there was a a more detailed clip, but I don't feel like you should sit there and indulge in watching someone being murdered. I don't, I don't get that whole grad. I don't know. The internet's crazy. I find it was crazy. So to me, I saw the clip and I was like, that's enough for that message to be spread. Um, and I think sadness was like the main emotion, like, "Wow, how, why?" A lot of questions that can't be answered, or that can be answered, but we don't actually have the answers. So I thought like that was my main kind of emotion.
2: Yeah, it really hurt, like to to think this is the value of someone's life on the floor in the middle of the street with people standing there recording, watching, while he's literally screaming for his life. I, I still can't watch the video, I've seen pictures and stuff, but it's, it's too much, it's, it's a lot for me, it, it does make me really emotional.
0: I haven't watched it either, but I saw the picture everywhere. It got to a point where I didn't want to see it anymore because each time it would make me feel like angry, sick. So I felt like sad. I felt like exhausted. It's like, why again? And it's the fury because you know they wouldn't do that to a white person. Like You've seen the Mm. example online of the guy who went into the church and shot up the black church. The guy Mm. had the liberty of walking out in handcuffs. But Mm. here we have a black man who's pinned down despite his pleas. Mm. He's held down to the point of death. So yeah, it was... It's, it's, it's been tough. And even now, days later, when I see stuff, I do still feel quite angry. How mm-hmm. um, Have you felt about the reactions to the incident? So the ground first, what you've seen happening on the ground, if you guys have seen it.
1: Mm. I think that in terms of the protests uh, and the demonstrations and obviously the backlash and people tweeting, writing Instagram posts and all of that, I'm here for that. Um, The extra stuff with the looting and the burning down buildings, I personally don't understand that. And people may have a different opinion. Um, And it's not that I don't understand. I just feel like you're angry. We get it. You don't feel listened to. I get that as well. But in terms of... um, you know, moving forwards and making progression. I don't feel like burning down buildings effectively in your own community, which is probably already, you know, not getting any streams of income from the government. The government don't even care. I don't know how it works in America, but I know it's very different over there. Where If you live in the projects, you live in the projects. Like, it's not like, you know, over here where we have our council estates and blah, 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 blah. It's different. Um, So I'm just like... (laughs) It's hard because people are angry, but I just don't feel like setting alight things and looting and teeth in TVs and all of that is part of what we should be demonstrating for. Um, and I do feel like some people take advantage of certain situations like this for their own personal gain, and it should never be about that. So um, I think the peaceful demonstrations that you've seen in like Atlanta and stuff like that I'm here for it. A lot of people have gone out into the community. Celebrities as well have travelled all the way down to Minneapolis, (laughs) and they've kind of properly. (laughs) Yeah, I tried, Um, and they've they've kind of like you know showed their solidarity by supporting the cause and the movement. Um, But yeah, I think I think it's it's good that people are coming together.
0: So Nick, you are half African American. You even like know someone who knows someone who knows George Floyd. What do you think about the reactions you've seen on the ground?
2: Um, I like, like, like Cheryl said, the, I'm, I'm all here for all the social media representation, education, all of that. And I slightly disagree with you in terms of burning, burning things down. If are not, if people are angry, no one's listening. This is, this is the way that it has to be done. And the, the thing about the looting, the thing that, that hurts me is some people are genuinely doing this because of what happened. Some people are doing this because it's personal gain. Like now they've started looting Louis Vuitton and Gucci. Like you're, now you're disrespecting the man's memory. You're, you're just doing this to do this. When it started, when things are burning down, when there's riots, they're not, people are not being heard by being silent this this is this is now around the world this is getting the coverage it deserves so it started for the right reason it's when we take it and we take it away from somebody's memory and just do this because oh let's just loot because this this is the time let me see if I can get a Gucci bag or whatever that's not the right thing that's not sending the right message but if we need to shout to be heard then we need to shout to be heard can I just
1: can I just um I know you're gonna say something, right? But I mean in terms of like because we know how the news outlets work. We know that as soon as something happens, yes, it will be linked to um a black male's life, but what they're going to focus on and what's gonna be spread nationwide across the world is the fact that people are looting. The message is gonna be lost. So for me, we can never, we've spoken about it, like hitting, smacking your child. You don't act out of anger. You never, because you're never thinking, you're never like in the right state of mind. In a relationship, you can't just act out of anger. Like with any form of communication, for you to act out of anger means that you're not in the right frame of mind. You're not going to make a reasonable kind of decision. It's not going to be the best process. So yeah, we can say everyone's angry, we're tired. We get that, but we can't just act out of this one incident when there are days in between where no one's doing nothing we're just sitting on our phones looking at people on social media
2: it's not just one incident
0: though i agree that there are like other ways of dealing with things people might think other ways are better but when you look at the isolated incident people are mad as hell they are furious they are fuming so as you said they're angry and they're lashing out so but we can be like oh yeah but should you really be doing that They're raging. It's complete fury. And then the question of whether it's effective or not, I think time will tell but people do it because they want to hurt the bourgeoisie the controller who's in power who has the big pocket they want to hit them where it hurts mm-hmm. and people said oh like as nick said why are they going to gucci dior like it's for selfish reasons i saw online in france they had like riots over petrol and they were up in dior dragging out stuff as well I'm not saying it's okay i'm just saying people do this thing across the board and on top of the like the coverage on looting I love Twitter, like, that's my favourite news source, because you can just see stuff on the ground as it's happening. And there are videos showing you that some of the looting and the thing that, things that are going on, it's not even being initiated by black people.
2: Mm-hmm. There are people
0: out there on the ground, some of them are like white children who have gone out to just get involved, kicking down stuff, black people are going to them like, no, no, don't do it, they don't care, they're still going in. There's another one where a guy attacked a store, big tall white guy, covered up, like, he just looked like he was a part of some kind of organization and he went to start the the trouble of the looting so there's lots of conspiracy theories to say is this being controlled by someone else is someone else doing the looting to make black people look bad to distract from the message so there's different things about it but Mm. i do understand why it's happening and also throughout history how how successful have peaceful protests been like how long have we been standing there saying please please respect us from my opinion some of these races, you have people like in between, they have prejudices, they're not active in them. But in places like America, places like care, you've got people who live, die, ride, madder. They believe black people are literally shit on their shoe. Like there's no amount of pleading and begging we can do to make them put respect on our name. So for people, it's like rather than us talking and begging you, we're going to show you instead.
1: I, I, I've got so much controversy. I just don't even know how I should speak on it.
0: <laughs> so what's the alternative then? What's the what's the alternative? Because I, I just don't feel like asking nicely has it hasn't worked. Is it going to work? The slaves weren't freed by going like massa, please let me out of this. No, they planned and they plotted now to get out of there in the night and literally
1: set And you plan. said key words though, you said planned and plotted. There's no planning in burning down buildings, you're acting out of rage. When you no, plan, really and you exactly. sit down. You need to be constructive, you need to formulate, you need to be progressive. So you can't just, like I said, this incident has happened, there have been various other incidences and there's a similar uproar, then it dies down. There's no planning and plotting in between. Like, and I'm, I'm not saying that people aren't trying to be progressive, I know there there are um, movements and stuff like that and people are doing things on a day-to-day basis, but in terms of the actual coverage that it's got from, even from ourselves, like sharing messages, da, 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 it's happened because of this incident. Last week we weren't, Sharing anything about black lives and movements and so on and so forth. So, why does it always take an incident to happen for us to progress our movement?
2: It like
0: relights the fire, though, isn't it? If it goes to the back of someone's mind, you see yeah. it again, it relights the fire. But I, I agree, there needs to be like a, I don't know, Huey New, uh, Malcolm X, MLK, whatever, to organize the people. And I do think in America there are people trying, but it hasn't become a widespread movement yet. And mm. also, it's so difficult to do because. With the um, Black Panthers, like where are they now? They tore them down by pumping crack into the community. They had black people in the Black Panthers also working for the FBI, throwing things off. There's a whole project or something called Contelpro. Pro. It's, it, the whole thing just runs so deep that I think people are stuck for ideas. But I agree, there needs to be strategy and better planning.
1: I also wanna throw into the mix, like this is very controversial, um, but. In terms of like, and I was having this discussion the other day, in terms of the world that we live in, the constructs of society are based on a white male or white man's narrative. Okay? So let's just bring it back to basics. People sat down from France, Spain, wherever they were from, Europe, and they constructed how, based on what you look like, that's what you'd be defined as. Okay? So this is a white construct. So basically, when people are saying white privilege, no, babe. We live in a white man's world, and that's just the long and short of it. People are not going to like it, and it's just the truth. The world that we live on is based on constructs that were developed by white males. And until that changes, nothing ain't going to change. That's just the long and short of it, and that's just my opinion. I don't see any effective change coming until we are able to break down those constructs that have been deeply, like, we're talking over hundreds of years now, deeply, deeply, even before slavery, even before all of, like, Black people coming out, whatever, before that, it's deeply ingrained within society. So people of colour, Black people, if we're going to talk about them specifically, are always going to be seen at the bottom of the barrel because that is the construct that has been written for us. And the, the sooner we understand that, the more likely we are able to become progressive. You cannot be re- demanding respect where it has been indoctrinated that you are not deserving of respect. You will not receive that respect. To me, we need to understand that and we just need to move
0: start afresh that's how yeah, I feel like like, bring justice bring justice I'm just like you can't rely on an injustice an unjust system to bring justice to us it's not made that way like the judges will be receiving bribes right now the guy went arrested straight away because the DA or whoever they had pressure on them people are on the phone being like you've got to be careful with this mm-hmm. they it's like who's who's got the power it's all about power at the end of the day and until we have power to I don't know rival change things we are going to be unfortunately the underdog
2: so we just accept it? No,
0: no
1: I don't think so. Next <laughs> <No.
2: laughs> We just We've got to find but a
0: way to act to overcome to like yeah.
2: Ways, for me, this is how we. Are, this is how we can deal with overcoming. This is this is the best we can do. They put yeah. a black man in. They put a black man in the White House. They fucked him over. Like we we are trying. We voted for him. We got him in there. He represented us well. He had no scandals. He did what he could do. He was based in charge of the world and then you put in fucking Donald Trump so it's like
0: because the races exist and they're very much racist and Obama couldn't change that yeah
2: so but it's, it's but that's, that's that's the highest a black man can go mm. in in this world let's be real in terms of the world and the construct until a black man runs China that America is one of the most influential countries in the world and he was president for eight years mm. we tried to change it we tried to do the best we could that like we are trying. This is our way of trying. I understand it's not fair, and I understand that the this is how it's been. But these are our ways to overcome it by sitting down and sitting in silence. You're not overcoming it either, mm. See, plotting and whatever and whatever. That's not overcoming it. That this this is how we need to react right now. Until we do get another MLK or um, Malcolm X or whatever this this is what this is this is what our people can do
1: hmm i mean just off the back of that i do feel like at some stage we and there's there's a lot of um, topic of discussion about this on the internet like in terms of being segregated um like obviously you've got african-american you've got caribbeans then you've got people who are um, straight descendants from africa um there's too much segregation yeah. so there's too much divisions yeah. once black people unite and they become a community and they move with a spirit of one we will not be able to do anything I until that happens if that don't happen all of this talk that everyone's doing or this movement or so on and so forth you're stronger in numbers you're stronger t- together you're stronger as a community and unfortunately and I am going to bring it back to slavery because that has a massive h- impact on our history. Um obviously slavery, we were broken down. Um, like literally everything was broken down. Um, I don't need to go into too much detail because if you've done your research, you would know. Um, and that was part of the plan. Let's break down this great nation so they cannot be great, so they cannot take over, so they cannot flourish. Now they've done that and it's been successful, and it's a mental thing as well, it's mental captivity. Um, and Until we, like I just said, until those three separate entities come together, so people of the Caribbean, because ultimately we're all black, whether you're lighter skin, whether you're darker skin, whatever, because we build these divides within ourselves, and we don't even know it. Then, in terms of justice, um, I think people online
0: say as well, though, like, does Africa care? Does Africa care about its children? So those African Americans, the people in the Caribbean. Do, do, do you care about us? Why, why didn't you come for us when we were taken as slaves or later on, why didn't you come and wage war? Why didn't you place sanctions on America? Why isn't Africa doing more to help the black people around the world? And I think part of the reason is because there's not, there's not unity in Africa at the moment anyway, and people love money, they love dollar. Mm-hmm. The U.S. gives them dollar. So, whereas I'd say, if I was a leader or something, you should be considering doing sanctions on America to make them realize you have put respect on our people they're not really doing that I saw like a statement of condemnation from like you Uga- I think it was Uganda but I haven't seen statements universally from all the countries saying yo America fix up and handle our descendants correctly
2: but it's true but what Shell said it's such a point like someone some I saw something online where people are like well are you ready to talk about black on black crime and, and to be honest with you <laughs> it's true but it's true, no, it's
1: true and i was gonna get there girl you got there before me no, but it's
2: true.
0: i disagree guys i'm not having it no what, what do you mean? mean it's definitely a problem but is this the time to talk about black and bl- black on black crime guys there's white on white know, crime, black, but black, we,
2: crime black on black look look at let's take let's take uh we all listen to 10 versus 10 yeah let's take Vibes versus yeah, that's
0: terrible. It turns the whole this for a war. The like, people goodness. were
2: saying this Jamaican girl, and I, I am embarrassed to be Jamaican seeing what this girl wrote. Wrote a list of why Africans are inferior and they're disgusting, Good. like a list, a that's Twitter bad. thread. And it's like, if that's what you're saying about your own people
1: why should
2: someone else respect you care about that's what
1: it boils down to if you don't respect yourself no one else no one you can't expect respect from tom around the corner and your own brother doesn't respect you it's very simple and i've said it black on black crime is a very big factor and it and like i said it, it's all interlinked yeah but at the end of the day, if someone else sees that you can kill your own brother, the person who looks exactly like you, the same features, the same skin tone, everything, you can kill them without any animosity, without any feelings because of what? Turf wars or gang, the drugs, whatever you want to call it. Drugs, yeah,
0: Items of clothing anything i definitely agree we should respect each we, should, we need to respect each other full stop but within communities i think to some extent conflict is inevitable murder is inevitable within tribes people kill people so i'm not saying it's okay we definitely need to respect each other more but i don't i can't envision a time when people won't kill their their neighbor if the person is so much saying.
2: worse people like yeah there's white on white crime it's inevitable there's more people but if you think about what people what black and black crime is, it's over bullshit. It's bullshit. It's well I don't think it's so. a that as much in other communities. It's nonsense. It's, nonsense. it's fucking nonsense.
0: Isn't I don't know, it? I don't agree with it necessarily because white white y- y- agents kill each other over foolishness too but i do agree we need to
1: a fight. thousand percent but we can't if we're we're looking at our movement and our struggle as a black person then we have to look at home and what's happening at home is that we kill each other um and it's over stupidity and we can't be demanding respect from other people if we just don't respect ourselves we don't love ourselves if you don't love yourself how can you expect someone else to love you it's not gonna work out it just it's just
0: Stop. I think that sounds nice, but I don't see why you can't fight two things at once. So take it like bringing it in, to, like a more molecular level. It within mm-hmm. your family, you might have your brother or your whatever, and you'll cuss them till kingdom come, and you'll feel no way. But let someone else try cuss them. You're ready for war. Mm-hmm. So I still think conflicts are inevitable within like the inner mm-hmm. unit, but I don't mean you can't go to war if he's outside. Like mm-hmm. because I cuss you, Shells, Nick. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear Becky cussing you too. Away, mm-hmm. like what? What are you doing? So, I I, I do get it all right what about the some of the social media reactions um we briefly touched on this we saw like Madonna she posted a picture of her son doing some MJ hee hee. like let's all come together kumbaya how did you feel in response to that
2: (sighs) okay okay so okay I'm gonna I'm gonna explain because we discussed this in the whatsapp group and I don't think it came across in the way that I need it to come across my my thing was, everyone's in Jack, Oliver Jack from Love Island, everyone's up in his comments. Like, if you love the black community so much, why didn't you comment? Then he puts out some bullshit statement 13 hours later, and it's 120 characters, whatever. There's, there's no thought, there's no feeling behind it. Madonna went far left. It's not going to do anything. But Madonna did that off her own back. She did that because that's how she truly felt. She truly thinks that that was the right thing to do. Jack did that because he was pressured. That's where my issue is. If you care so much about our community and you want to profit from our community, then you should be outraged by the things that happen to our community. But if you're being pressured to say something, if you truly don't believe it, don't say nothing. That's where do you,
0: I don't believe it. By the way, Jack is part black. I think his dad's mixed race. But how do you know he don't believe it? Like, how can you police someone's response to say it's good okay. or bad? Like, why are we doing the, that?
2: Pressure. It was a pressured response. If you look at, okay, so Michael, who was on Love Island last year, he made a video and he said, he's he's like, of course I'm outraged, but you lot being in my comments isn't gonna help. These two people are from fucking Love Island. Like, they're not gonna change the world. But at least he's addressed it in his own personal way. Jack's statement just feels very PR. It doesn't
0: feel... Also, I don't know, Jack. I think there's been a lot of pressure on a lot of people in my life. So-and-so needs to speak. This brand needs to speak. I think we need to remember, not everyone's a talker. Like, when you go to war, not everyone's got the front line. Not everyone's got the words to say. Or someone, like, might care, they might not care. Or they might care they don't know what to say or how to say it. They might want to do things another way. They might still be processing it, but when they do say something, they then scrutinize us whether it's real or raw enough. Like maybe that's just how he articulates himself. I don't, I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. I think um, yeah, we're directing our frustration at the wrong people. <laughs> like at the end of the day, um, what's his name, Jack Oliver? Jack, what is he gonna do? Shaku on the beat as well. Like what
0: <laughs> exactly. He, what is he gonna no, do for
1: us? The, the silence is Japanese yes, no. like, honestly like yeah he can do a couple of tweets or whatever but at the end of the day um we cannot be putting pressure on people who are in not even I would be expecting I, I don't even feel like Beyonce's little message was that great to be honest like people like Beyonce people like Jay-Z people like Kanye West Hello, where are you? Those are the people that have cash. The huh? I'm not
0: looking to Kanye West for nothing. <laughs> yeah, but they could be, as I said, they could be behind the scenes. They, they could, could be. be there like, we go. And this
1: is the thing. We don't know what people are doing.
0: That's how she communicates. She's very, she's quite bland in her tone. Like, that don't mean the woman ain't mad. She doesn't mean it. She's just
2: like... <laughs> <laughs> that's just like her. That's, that's the thing is, they want John. And I respect John. He he used John? The guy from
0: Star Wars. Oh, oh. yeah, but yeah, got, oh, I love that. I loved it. <laughs>
2: uh, that's my guy. I respect it. He's like, I don't care if I lose jobs. I'm an actor. This is my buddy. But I'm going to say, like, that, yeah, that, like was that. Really that was
1: passion. That yeah.
2: was passion. That, but Not everyone's a John, though. <laughs> Not
0: everyone's a John. Jack ain't a John.
2: So, but that's what I'm, but I'm saying. But, that's, but that was how he truly believed. I would happily let Jack just do what he wants to do. He didn't need to make a statement. Mm. you're damned
1: if you're doing you're damned if you don't eh? yeah that's the thing I feel like everyone's going to have something to say about it because ultimately the way he died was quite gruesome it was gruesome so regardless of your black white orange yeah, you will feel if you're human and you have feelings you will feel touched by that video you will feel some type of way so I don't feel like there should be any outrage upon people writing a tweet like I don't understand how deep you want them to get with the tweet They've addressed it. They've made the matter known on, on the internet. <laughs>
0: I, I do get it, but I just think, yeah, let people express themselves how they want. Not everyone's yeah. the front line. Some people are in the back, some people are in the trenches.
1: It's and true. I
0: know Shell she said there's like no issue with it, but I just thought it was very bad taste. Like <laughs> on the mark. You're a white woman, you've adopted a black child, a <laughs> black man is in plain, people My are. And you've called your son to come. It's like she wheeled out her showpiece. I, I don't use the term show monkey, but it was like literally olden time. You've wheeled out your black
1: person. I don't think
0: so. You've the house entertainment. You've wheeled out your showpiece to come and tap dance for Massa. What? And you're saying this is an aid to make you black people happy for unity. So Michael Jacksons, they don't care about us. I think her intentions might have been pure, but it was just awesome. No, no, you
2: just like, went. You know, some people off just off the They just don't get it. You know, some people just off the mark, like she thought that as a black person, you're going to see this very differently, but she really...
1: Maybe then if the the dancing video came from her son's account, because perhaps he wanted to just show his way of uniting everyone. His dancing, his black himself, and MJ was quite. Look at your face, but MJ (laughs) in that song, obviously, what is he promoting? United and all of that. So I don't think the intention was bad. I just think perhaps the source from which it came was was maybe not the best, but it was with good intentions.
0: Anything more on the social media stuff? What I can think of is just other stuff I've seen. In case people don't know, is that although people are looting, like protesting. They've come, there's opposition. Like a man was out with a bow and arrow, guys, yeah. ready to shoot yeah. protesters. Then when he was interviewed, he was like, I was here to protect them, crying wolf. Typical thing. Or like when with Emmett Till, the woman said she was raped and she wasn't. The guy made out like he was innocent and he got hurt. But he was out there with a bow and arrow to go Negro hunting. Like, this, this is the world we're living in. It's that crazy. People are driving over protesters. They're in their cars, running them over. It's, it's mm-hmm. just, it's some really perilous times.
1: hmm
2: it's just it's a, it's a hard one it's hard to watch it's hard to live in
1: mm.
0: so solutions children are the future right they're the ones of tomorrow what are what are the solutions what are we going to be teaching our children about racism and how to how to be anti-racist
2: it's so it's it's a lot to unpack because it's also that that thing of when do you have that conversation with a child because I look at Amelia now she's only eight months old and these are the things that you've at some point got to discuss with her a little why, why is a police officer doing that when we're taught that they're supposed to protect us so it's it's hard it's it's a really hard one
0: I feel like mm-hmm. I was aware of my color from a early age, and I don't know when I was told you need to work twice as hard as everyone else, or you know, make sure you don't get in trouble because you'd be punished twice as much. That's just something I've heard, like from it's day. When they started telling me, but I've known it. So yeah. when it comes to Amaya, I don't think there's a particular date I'll be waiting on, but I won't keep her hidden to conversations about mm-hmm. race.
1: I think for Lucas, obviously, you both have girls, I've got a boy. So for me, I'm a bit more thingy because I know what happens I know the stop and searching I know you could be driving your car that could be insured in your name your MOT is done everything's done on your car but you're still getting stopped as if you're a criminal or whatever because you fear a certain ter- stereotype and if he wants to wear a tracksuit he's got to look a certain way um and whatever so there's a lot there's a lot of things that I will have to speak to him about I do feel like when children are certain ages they they don't see color they only see color when it comes from a parent or when because children are innocent at the end of the day they will you see them in nursery and stuff like that they all play with each other They're, they won't say oh I can't talk to you it's when they start becoming in primary school whatever and these ideologies have been kind of implemented and ingrained in them from home like da, 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 whatever whatever so I think it's a, just about building an awareness letting him know where he comes from um, and at the end of the day We're all human. So I will be teaching Lucas to love everyone because everyone, we're all humans. Like, we all, if I split my wrist, the blood that's coming out is not purple, it's not black, it's going to be red. Like, everyone else is not even red. It's got white blood cells in it, but you know what I mean? So I just want him to have that awareness and for him to know. I don't want him to be, you know, cocooned in a little shell where I try and protect him from that. Um, But then, equally, I do feel like he's going to have his own experience as well. And there's only so much that I can kind of protect him from. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is it top MIPS time?
1: Yes.
0: Top MIPS for raising anti-racist kids. It's a hard one. I'll I'll say... um, Check, check yourself slash value everyone. I feel like within the black community, you guys touched on it, like black on black issues that we have. One that I'm aware of is like, I don't know, like colorism. Is it like, or kids thinking they might be better than others because one might be light or one might be dark. That's, that's where it starts. We need to nip that in the bud and start treating people equally within our race mm. and externally with other races too. So I don't think they're better than anyone else because that's where the portal start. And then you're growing someone who's going to have prejudice against someone else based on how they look. And yeah. things things we are creating in our own households that we can try to eradicate
1: a top myth for me will be just to um educate yourself so you know what you're teaching your child um you can't just rely on the education system to teach your child history or their history especially if they are a child of color whether they be mixed race whether they be asian whether they be chinese like Know your history, know where you come from. So at least when you are, you know, speaking on injustices and you're fighting for a cause, you know your history and you can, you know, back that up.
2: (sighs) I'm going to go old school and I'm just going to say, you've got to pray. You've got to pray for your child. Pray that you're raising them correctly. Pray that they're protected from the world. Whoever you believe in, for me, obviously, I'm going to pray to God and just pray that God protects my child against injustices in the world and teach me how to deal or explain these situations to her great and they should speak up as well
0: speak up injustice speak up what they believe in that's the end of this episode guys thank you for joining us you can find us on our socials um mama drama pod instagram twitter mama drama pod youtube and facebook look out for other episodes you can send in dilemmas via curious cat thank you so much for joining us and be in our comments let us know what you think when we post our hit us up on instagram and look out for our polls where we're going to be asking for your opinions on these topics
1: Doubly, doubly thanks yeah like
0: Guys, we're back, sorry. We finished our episode, but we just have more to say on the, on, on the <laughs> matter in general. So if you wanna listen, listen to our views, let us know what you think. Uh, we were literally Don't saying that, much. I was saying Trump's tweets are just shocking to me when he said when the looting starts, the shooting starts, and when he said, oh, the Black Lives guys had a good night last night, the Secret Service managed them, but tonight it's MAGA night. I said, that's like him basically saying, come on, racist, it's time for war.
2: I'll protect you.
0: And then shells wow. like.
1: Yeah, I was basically saying that the people who are kind of seeing it as America's our great land, and we've got to defend our land and our da-da-da, they're going to be infuriated because their buildings are all burnt down and their shops look a mess. Yeah. So they're going to be retaliating off the back of that. So really, it's all a bit of a situation going on at the minute.
0: But they're when retaliating we- for me, like, if, why, is the, why is the response to Black Lives Matter, Make America Great Again? That means, well, I don't know why I'm the surprise because this is a genuine belief. They are supreme and we do not matter. So when that's being challenged, the response is, oh, great America, make America great again. It's, I, we know it's the fact, but when you see it, it's just scary.
1: Mm. It's
0: a lot. And with racism... I think I've touched on the episode, but people are very happily racist. Like, they're happily racist because they're proud and happy of the privilege it affords them. They want their children to benefit from it. I saw a guy online who was like, of course I want it this way. I'm scared of a world where my children don't have the privilege that I have. They don't want to suffer like how we suffer. Yeah. I saw another video where they're like, well, they're scared if the black people do come into power, will black people do to them
2: what what they've
0: done to us?
1: Mad. We probably would have...
2: That's the thing we,
0: we just... No, I don't think so because they had us taking our skin to make flipping chairs and settees. It's
2: mad. You could go watch go, go watch a new get killed. The things that used to happen
0: in America go black person hunting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hanging them from a lamppost. Can you imagine this? It's barbaric and they have to cheat to say, oh, you Africans are uncivilized.
2: It's mad. It's crazy. but it was
1: all fear and I think it's all down to fear being fearful of something that's powerful and that's just all it was so let's just break it down as much as we can let's instill fear by any means necessary like causing physical pain is one thing but making someone emotionally and mentally bound by your actions that's just another thing within itself and that mental torture has stayed with us forever think it's the mental curse like that that has that gets me like listening to what they've done to black people historically is barbaric
0: men moving the men away from families yeah break the system just keeping them moving and breeding and they said that's why black men today struggle to stay with a woman because
1: correct it was protecting slavery. And so, then obviously yeah. looking at the like social constructs, and then now, like, obviously, we've moved away from that direct physical um, racism um, as such. Um, but in terms of like obviously the indirect of it, discrimination or whatever, coming up in society, you do have a lot of black males who go with women who are white. Oh, Some I'll... argue that it's preference, which I honestly don't believe. I mean, there there can be preference. You can prefer to have blonde hair, blue eyes or whatever. Um, But I feel like it's something that's ingrained within the mental kind of thing that um, being with a white woman um, will give you that social kind of status that you're looking for so you become accepted so your children are mixed so they have less black in them and that's the other argument um where people talk about pro-black and whatever whatever and whatnot and um, respecting black women because effectively if all the black males were to go with women who weren't black women then where's the black families where the the next generation of black children what happens that they die out if they die out they're less powerful. There is no power. So that's the other side to me as well. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I've actually, I've heard, I think some people are scared to have black children or dark-skinned children. I remember in uni and a guy was like, I'm definitely not having any black children. I don't want dark kids. And of course he has a, a white partner and a mixed-race child. But that to me is to sell paint. They're not happy with themselves. They don't have black children. And I agree, it comes from racism. Like,
1: mm. the way
0: that's messed us up it's, it's hardwiring. It's so hardwired it's going to take a lot to unlearn. Mm-hmm. We have with hair textures, nappy head, tough head, light skin, dark, dark skin, bleaching. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. But, th- but this is, and then it's, it's mad to me how people are like, oh, well, slavery was 100 years ago. Get over it. It's like there's so many other un- things to impa- unpack than just, owner, oh, no, we just work for the white, we were just used by the white man. It's, there's so many other things now that it's like, you can't just get over it because it's ingrained into our subconscious. And it wasn't that long ago,
0: especially in, in America, it was saying the civil rights movement, it was within your parent, your grandparents' lifetime. The racists who were lynching black people from the trees they had children, they raised their children with those same principles, those mm. people are the ones you, that we see online today doing crazy racist stuff
1: mm. you know what I'm
0: saying, the, the, the ideology and the thought is still very prevalent
1: mm.
2: yeah. I, the, the one thing I think for me that people need to stop doing as well is like letting certain things go, like you know like when people make jokes in the workplace and oh, yeah. It, um, that shit needs to stop. Or like, you know, when they say like, oh, you let your white friend say nigger and it's like things like that. Mm. I mean, we need we need to get more angry about that. That mm. there's
0: small steps we can make to eventually them. make a big change, pulling things up on the spot, not letting them slide by or not laughing it off.
2: Or laughing it off. That's that's the thing.
0: Mm. But people do because they um they can find it awkward to challenge, or they can think if it's at work, they might think, Oh, if I do this, I might lose my job. A girl I know her manager would make jokes about black people not being able to swim because we had spastic bones that's like that's like one remark the manager made that I can remember and she mentioned it to her employers and again I'm not even sure if the manager lost their job but she ends up having to like move it might have been her choice but people can be scared about how it might impact them professionally because not every company is going to handle things in an ideal way so people are sometimes scared to speak up
1: mm.
2: That's when I take to the press. Not the <laughs> daily mail, but you know,
1: mm.
2: it's mad. It's all mad.
1: It is.
0: You just think, where's the end? You know, how how will it be in our lifetime?
1: Nah. Sorry, guys, I'm a realist. No, it won't be.
0: So how do we make it better whilst we're here? Like, what are the small steps, you know, towards the change? We know Nick's saying, burn it down. (laughs) (laughs) What are the small steps we could be making in the meantime to, you know, try and turn the wheel?
1: Hmm. I think we need to invest in ourselves. I think Mm -hmm. we need to be smarter. So, okay, there's so much knowledge and so much resources out there now. Um, The internet is a very big, broad place so literally educate yourself and literally boss up once you've done that share that information with your next brother your next sister make sure everyone's educated everyone's educated and everyone's reading from the same page guaranteed you'll be able to flourish but if people are still in this kind of whatever mindset they're in or someone's 59 steps behind you and you're 100 steps ahead. How are you going to help that person make the the, um, the the transition to where you are going to get to? It's not it's not possible. So I think we need to educate ourselves. That's that's how um, we'll be able to like instigate some change.
0: It's diff- um, so difficult though. I, I it's great when we can do that, but you always have those like the Uncle Tom characters that just want to pull things back or run back to massa. They're just it's just annoying. And, like you want to move forward, but you have got like the crabs in the barrel who try and stop the movement. But yeah, mm-hmm. once. The information spreading it helps mm. it, also, the reason why I thought of that is I was thinking about our power like a way to fight back is like economically if we could seriously boycott things not just burn things but if we could seriously boycott things keep money in the community grow the black businesses increase ownership increase our power in that way but then you always have that person who can't do the boycott
2: mm.
1: doesn't want
0: to save to get on the ladder like it's just hard to bring everyone
1: but mm-hmm. that's yeah, you'll never be, like, everyone's not always going to want to sing from the same book that you, and you can't force that. But if you've got a majority, if you've got over 50%, if you've got 55%, that's over half of your population doing what they need to be doing and moving it forward and making some progression, then at least you'll be seen as some form of winning. But if you've got under that 50% and people are doing less than what they need to be doing, then it's going to be harder to get to where you need to be.
2: But going back to like that work point, we we need to speak out more irrespective of what's gonna happen. Why why would you wanna work somewhere where they're condoning that? Like bills, innit? People worry about their bills. Yeah. I know I know you've got to worry about your bills, but what you'd rather work in a place where they think it's funny to call you nigger, to talk to you, make you feel inferior, like there there has to be a point where you're willing to make that sacrifice or it won't get better. You have to Mm -hmm. pull people up if they say something wrong. Mm. Otherwise, they're just going to keep saying it. Because some people are racist and some people are ignorant. Mm. And if you continue to let the ignorant people just make comments because they're uneducated in a certain situation, then they'll think it's okay. But if you Mm. break it down and explain it, people will stop. Not everyone, because some people intrinsically yeah. believe that, that we're, worse than, we're not as good as them. But some people, once you educate and have that conversation, will stop. Yeah,
0: it'd be great mm-hmm. if racists were the minority. So we speak out, then you've got like the white people who are anti-racist too. <coughs> the anti-racist white white people plus the black people together. You can make the actual racist the minority and then maybe they'll stop, I don't know. <laughs> they'll be less proud to speak out, they'll be more worried for their repercussions because they're gonna receive sanctions from their own people plus the black people too. And I have seen like, nice pictures online at the protest where like, white people have formed uh, like a human black. barricade to protect
2: yeah. black people. But can we just also say that it's not just white people that are racist towards black people, because look what's happening in China. With all the Africans that have been there for however long they've been there, and now they're trying to get them out because they believe they're the people that started corona. What
1: well, corona? Are you being for real? They don't even get me
2: start I, 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 how, I know. Clean foods. <laughs> how people clean food. We're, we're the people who started corona. But do you get. But you get what I'm saying. It's not just mm. white versus black. Sometimes it feels like everyone versus black. Black versus the racist
0: whether
1: they are yeah and that's why we got to love ourselves guys <laughs>
2: mm, mm, mm. <laughs> is,
1: i'm love not even making it. it to be a joke because no one else is gonna love you if you don't love yourself no no one else and i'm sorry but oh, they say, do we, like, we can like,
0: talk this part the cultural lovers you know um, like, oh yeah black culture i've got my braids in ah oh, this that the other hip-hop hip-hop but when it's time for the black struggle
1: yeah people say all the time people like to be black but do they always to be black they think it's cool like to have cameras, to be a rapper to be whatever to, to know how to dance whatever we're actually very skilled people we're very intuitive we've got a lot of vim about us like we come with we can just light up a scene do you get what i mean yeah we can make something out of nothing like five of us can get together they don't have to be alcohol it doesn't have to be whatever we can literally just light up the place and it will attract numbers people want to be around you um and that's just the long and short of it so people are gonna appropriate culture all the time and people say yeah black girls do it as well when they wear wigs and weaves and blah 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 but i think oh, that's generally yeah. to do with what not that's a different topic within itself, but I think people who do do that need to 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 know where it's coming from and need to appreciate that cool. Oh, it is It is a black thing to do like there are things that are associated with races with cultures that people like to emulate because they just love it. You frozen again
2: Oh, you were frozen Oh, about this
0: all day, all night. We, we got a little extra. They got the extra part. We were going to talk about it offline. They we're like, no, we can just record it and throw it up online too.
1: Yeah. I hope we don't get scrutinised.
2: What other episodes do we need to do on the back of this? We I think it would be good to have like... Um,